Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Monday and we are just about halfway through the month of March. It is March 14th and I cannot believe that 2022 is going by so quickly, but it has been a good year and God has been good to us. We had a great day in church yesterday, and I'm looking forward to a great day today. I'm looking forward to a great week, and I hope you are as well. We welcome those of you that are listening on the radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for joining us. This is WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, and we are right now, we are in our winning side broadcast every day, Monday through Friday, Uh, We go live at noon, and then we have a replay at 6 o'clock in the evening. So if you miss it at noon, uh, you can tune in at 6. I had the other day, I had Brother uh, Alton Burgess, and he's told me this before, but uh, he said they listen at noon, they listen again at 6. I don't know if it's because you listen at noon and you don't get much out of it, you're hoping to get something at 6, or I don't know if it's just that good or what, but that encouraged me. So Brother Alton and Miss Nell, thank you for tuning in. I know a lot of folks have mentioned that you listen uh, at uh, at lunchtime at noon, and then some of you watch on Facebook and all that, but we appreciate you. Uh, there's the radio app. Uh, there's those that listen on the podcast, those that watch on Facebook, and those that watch on YouTube. We are glad to have you, and I hope you've had a good day so far. Wasn't it nice this morning uh, coming outside, seeing the sun shining, and then I just went back out a little bit ago, and boy, it feels like it's starting to warm up a little bit, and uh, what a beautiful day, and I thank the Lord for this day. Happy birthday yesterday to Lori Arrington, and then also yesterday, a happy birthday to Bobby Johnson. I hope you had a good day yesterday for your uh, birthday, and then today, a happy anniversary to Tommy and Lisa Daughtry. I hope you folks have a great day. And uh, we are thankful for you, Brother Tommy. We're so thankful for how God has brought you through that uh, surgery and recovery, and you're doing well, and uh, you folks are a blessing, and I hope you have a great day. Let's be in prayer today for our church. Uh, We had such a good day yesterday. It was time change Sunday. It was really cold yesterday morning. I couldn't believe it. It reminded me of the Midwest, you know, that wind too. Uh, Saturday night and Sunday morning, it was blowing. Uh, But we had a good day, good spirit in all of our services, good crowds, good attendance. We had our uh, split Sunday school yesterday. We've not done this. I I can't remember the last time we did it, but we had the men and the ladies divided up for Sunday school. We had a good time with that. I enjoyed the time with the men, and uh, I heard a lot of good reports from the ladies' Sunday school. And then just the, the, the music yesterday was also good, and just a wonderful day to get to be in church. And I thank the Lord for our church. Let's pray. Be in prayer for our church. Pray for our school. Our school is on spring break this week, but pray that our students and uh, teachers and all the families have a good week. And let's be in prayer for our missionaries. I was just talking uh, right before I came into the broadcast, just talking to Miss Odell, our church secretary, about uh, one of our missionaries in Russia. And of course, we know what's going on in Ukraine, but now those in Russia, that's a very difficult place to be right now. 
uh, with missions and with a lot of these, uh, uh, the uh, finance companies are shutting things down and we're trying to, uh, to put a, 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 a tightening grip on Russia. Well, obviously we've got missionaries there, so we need to pray for their safety and pray for God to provide for them and uh, pray that people will come to Christ through all of this. I want you to hear a great song about the name of Jesus. It is a wonderful, wonderful name. This is the Epley family. I know we play them a lot, but they always do such a good job, and I love hearing them sing. After the song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 19, and uh, we're talking about the Word of God. I'm looking forward to that, but I hope you enjoy this song at this time, and then after that, the Bible study. Some call it progress, and we must conform, or they say we'll be left by the change. This new world religion serves the God of their choice, but salvation still comes in one name. That name is Jesus, sweet rose of Sharon, spotless and pure Lamb of God. Lion of Judah, promised in Benwell, God's Son. Jesus, my Lord and Creator, defeated and conquered the grave. Jesus, this world's only Savior. Jesus, what a wonderful name. All the great leaders who sleep in their graves One day will bow and proclaim He's the Lord of all glory, the crown king of kings All creation will thunder His name That name is Jesus, sweet rose of Sharon Spotless and pure Lamb of God Jesus, Lion of Judah Promised in Manuel God's Son Jesus, my Lord and Creator Defeated and conquered the grave Jesus, this world's only Savior what a wonderful name Jesus, this world's only Savior Jesus, Jesus what a wonderful name Wonderful name Amen for that. He, uh, he is, uh, what a wonderful Savior and what a wonderful name. Jesus, He's the only Savior. I like that. Uh, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Uh, I hope you love that name. I love all the songs we sing in our church and from our hymn book about Jesus, a precious name and uh, Jesus' name above all names. And uh, there is no other name like the name of Jesus. I hope you enjoyed that great song. Let's look at Psalm 19. We're talking about uh, the Word of God. The first half of Psalm 19 
it talks about creation. Remember, uh, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. And we talked about how that creation is a witness of the glory and the majesty and the power of God. Well, then we get down to verse number seven and we start talking about how that the Bible is a witness of the glory of God. And by the way, I'm thankful for both. I'm thankful for both witnesses, creation and the scriptures. So we see in uh, Psalm 19, number one, we saw last week a description of the scriptures. And uh, we saw uh, all that it has to say about the Bible. It's perfect. Uh, it is sure. It is right. It is pure. It is clean. It is true. And, and we saw that it converts the soul. It makes wise the simple. It rejoices the heart. It enlightens the eyes. It endures forever. It is righteous altogether. All those beautiful descriptions of the Word of God. Today, I want you to notice in verse number 10, I want you to see David's desire, not just his description, but his desire for the Scriptures. It says, More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. David says, I'd rather have the Bible more than gold. And then he goes a step further, not just any gold, the best of the best, the finest, most pure gold in all the world. David says, I'd rather have the scriptures. Well, I, I've, I've mentioned this before. I think it was in one of our Sunday night services. That would be easy for you and me to say, right? Because we don't have gold. We don't have all the treasures. Uh, it'd be easy to say, I love the Bible more than gold. Well, good. You don't have any and I don't have any, right? But David did. David was the king. David had treasures beyond measure. By the way, Solomon, his son, the, the wisest man that ever lived, also the richest man that ever lived, much of those treasures had been accumulated during David's reign. David had prepared everything for the building of the temple and, and, and he had gathered so much through his conquest and through his battles and through the victories. And David said, you can have all that stuff. He said, I'd rather have the word of God than the most precious gold in all the world. Even mu much of it, uh, lots of gold. He said, I'd rather have the word of God. His desire was for the word of God. But then he says, it's more to be desired than honey. But not just any honey. He says, honey that is from the honeycomb. That is the freshest. Uh, when it's actually dripping from the honeycomb, he said, I would rather have the word of God than, than the sweetest things to my mouth. Uh, the most tasty, the most delicious foods in all the world. He said, I'd rather have the word of God. Uh, when I was a boy, we, we didn't have, we didn't use honey for a lot of things, but somehow we convinced my parents to use honey on our cereal. Did you ever do that when you were growing up? Uh, we didn't get all the, you know, Cocoa Puffs and Captain Crunch and Fruity Pebbles. Once in a while we did. Frosted Flakes. But usually we would eat Wheaties, plain Wheaties, uh, plain corn flakes or plain Cheerios. And, you know, it's just kind of missing something, right? It's missing that, that sweetness. So we talked my folks into letting us put some sugar over the top and then drizzle some honey on that cereal. Let me tell you, I know you may not be, uh, you may not like cereal, but it's hard to beat a good bowl of cereal, right? And so we'd put that honey on there and boy, it tasted so good. And then I, don't, I hope I'm not grossing anybody out at lunchtime. I hope this, this is not gross to me, but you get, it might be gross to you, but it's not to me. Uh, sorry about that. But uh, you get to the bottom of the bowl. And if there was any honey left over in the bottom of the bowl, you couldn't let that go to waste. You had to get that spoon. And you had to get that last bite of that honey. Oh, that honey was so good. 
It just tasted so, so good, so sweet. But David said this, I'd rather have the Bible than much fine gold. I'd rather have the Bible than the sweetest honey out of the honeycomb. Boy, I hope we have that desire. More than riches, more than sweetness, more than, than food. I hope we have a desire for the Word of God. Uh, my pastor in Rockford when I was a boy, Pastor Melvin Swanson, uh, boy, he read his Bible so many times throughout the year. He got up so early and he would read the Bible and study the Bible, but he made a rule for himself. He said, I'm going to do Bible reading before breakfast. Bible before breakfast, that was his rule. And you say, well, why did he have a rule like that? Well, because if you didn't do that and you start thinking, oh, I'm hungry. Well, guess what? Before you eat, you, you read the Bible. And I'm not saying you have to do that. But for him, that's what he did. Can I tell you, there must be a desire. Number two, the direction. Verse 11, it says, Moreover, by them, by the, the word of God, is thy servant warned. Uh, there's a warning. Number one, the word is description. Number two, desire. Number three, I want to say direction. Uh, the word of God will warn you and it will it'll direct you. It'll keep you on the right path. The word warned, it means to shed light on a subject, to be enlightened. I tell you what, we need some warnings, don't we? We need the word of God to show us, hey, if you go down this road, that's what you're going to get at the end. If you go down this path, this is what you can expect. And the word of God, it sheds light on a subject. It sheds light uh, on your path. I preached on this a couple weeks ago in church uh, on a Sunday night. Psalm 119, thy word uh, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And we need the word of God to give us direction. But then number four, I want you to see the word of God pays dividends. It says in verse number 11, it says, moreover, by them is thy servant warned and in keeping of them or in obeying of them, there is great reward. Now think about this. The Bible brings great reward when we obey. It brings great reward when we do what the Bible says, the end of that path, the end of that journey, there is a reward. But not only that, it says in keeping of them. You know what that means? It doesn't mean when you're all done. It doesn't just mean when you get to heaven or when you stand before the judgment seat. But what it means is while you're keeping the Bible, while you're obeying the Bible, while you're doing what the Bible says in the middle of that, you're going to have great reward. That word reward, it means great gain uh, as a result or as a consequence of something. I want to remind you, there is great reward. There is great blessing when we will obey the word of God. Now, I'm not talking about that you obey the Bible today and tomorrow you're going to open the mailbox and there's going to be a check for $100. I'm not talking about that kind of reward. Maybe that'll be but can I tell you, there's great reward. There's great blessing. Uh, there's great spiritual blessing. There's, there's great happiness. There's great joy. There's a great peace that comes from obeying the word of God. Uh, but in turn, the, the other side of the, the coin is this. When we do not obey the word of God, can I tell you, there are consequences. Uh, we find that we're miserable we find that we're convicted. We find that we don't enjoy uh, life and we don't get to have a peace that passes understanding when we try to do it our own way. I want to encourage you today uh, to get in the Word of God. Have a desire for it. Let the Bible direct you. Let the Bible warn you and keep you on track. 
And then don't ever forget that there is a great reward. There are great dividends. There are great benefits that come from obeying the Word of God. I hope we'll obey it today. And I can't wait to see how God's going to bless our lives, bless our families, bless our church. I can't wait to see what God has in store for us as we obey and as we follow His Word. I hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in. God bless you, and we'll be back tomorrow, and we'll finish up Psalm 19 tomorrow. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.